This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are kicking off hour number two of the show today here. Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Demon Cotton. He's in the home studio. Your boy, Q. Got Ari Mirav coming up from uh, Pro Football Focus. He'll join us at 315. Uh, we heard from Derek Carr earlier today on the station. You heard from interim head coach Rich Basaccia as they're trying to work their way and navigate their way through everything that's been going on, uh, obviously off the field with the silver and black. On the field with the silver and black, it's been great this year, right? Five and two. Off the field, that's where everything is kicked in, and it's just been a, a, a major just whirlwind, especially the last 48 hours or so going on uh, around the Raiders, and so they're trying to deal with that right now. Uh, got a bunch of text messages on the Salmon Ash text line, 69187, keyword R&R, as we're uh, dedicating today's show to the life of Tina Tintor. She's the young lady who lost her life in the car accident that uh, Henry Ruggs made an awful, awful decision to, to go and get behind the wheel of a car and drive 100-and-something miles an hour, over 150 miles an hour, uh, with a blood alcohol level more than double uh, what it should be. And uh, just a, a, a bunch of bad decisions led to uh, that tragic car accident where she uh, tragically lost her life. So I don't want her name to go uh, without being heard, and I don't want her name to be forgotten. So today's show is definitely dedicated to her, and hopefully uh, you know, her family can feel some love and get some kind of peace at some point. Uh, it's easier said than done, for sure. Got a quick text from my guy, Leon, uh, from Central Texas. Hello! He said, wow, young man's future, gone. And that's true. That's the reality of it. And, and as much as Henry Ruggs still has his life, he's still got to deal with this. He's got to deal with this over his head the rest of his life. And I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't want to do that. I would never want to be that guy that had to live with knowing I took someone else's life because I made some awful, awful decision. And that's something that I urge each and every one of you, anyone who's listening, think about the ramifications before we make bad decisions. And we all do it. I'm guilty of it as well. We all make bad decisions, but let's do our very best not to make awful decisions. Let's go out to the Raider Nation listener line and talk to our guy, uh, CJ in Orange County. What's on your mind, CJ? Hey, I just want to get the condolences to the, the Tintor or Tintor, I can't hear yeah. it right, family. I mean, what a horrible thing. And, you know, being parents of kids about this age, I... I feel bad for both families. I mean, imagine what the Rugg family is going through right now. I mean, this is, I mean, not to take anything away from the, the Pintor family or anything like that, but it's just, it's right. tragic. And this stuff goes through my head at all times. But the whole thing is, is when are the Raiders going to get it right as far as drafting for character? You know, it's just, I'm sorry about Henry Ruggs, great player, great talent, all these other things, but hang around a campus, send people out there, have the talk, have, you know, find out the way that this guy really is, you know, so that you can pick the right person. I mean, we had our choice of whoever we wanted as far as receiver, and we went in this direction. And in the long end, you know, a couple of years down the road, it bites us. It, it, it hurts, you know, for the, the nation also. So it's just the whole thing is just get it right. Start, 
start drafting Kellen and character. Right. Thank, thank you for the call. And, you know, I think they try to do that. Yeah, I, really I think do. all teams try to do that. That's such a – no one can see this coming. That's one of those you don't ask around like, oh, do you, there's no crystal ball to see that someone going to get in a DUI or get into in a car accident. Right. No right. no team can yeah. bet for that. Right. And, and I was having that conversation on Twitter earlier before the show started, and I was saying, like, there's – you just don't know. I mean, you can do all the research you want to on a person, but – Ultimately, you know, unless there's a paper trail like, hey, this guy uh, has multiple DUIs in his life. OK, well, then, hey, you might want to stay away from this guy. But I don't know. And if I'm if I'm wrong, hey, I'll, I have no problem saying I'm wrong. I don't see any kind of history of Henry Ruggs having, you know, alcohol problems or even drag racing problems or, you know, what I mean, like or anything like that. Yeah, so, or yeah, there's one no, of those, those things you just can't say that. Well, you right. can you can say it, but there's like no there's no validity to it. Teams can't be like, hey, have you heard if he's ever had a drink? Can't touch this guy. No team's going to do that. Right. I mean, that's it's just such a hard. I understand what you're saying, CJ, though. It makes a lot of sense. It's just I think it's harder to really actually do something like that. Now, if you hear about a guy that's got off the field issues, you've heard of the Raiders uh, wiping them right off their their board. You know, if they have domestic violence in their background, they wipe them right off their board. I mean, there's all kind of things that they do. They wipe them right off their board because, hey, this is a character flaw that we don't like. But I, I don't think this one is one that's really detectable. And, and again, I could be wrong and I could be being naive, but I just feel like this was one that's a lot easier to slide underneath the radar. Uh, how about Raider Mike? You're up next. What's on your mind, Raider Mike? What's up to Fort Myers, the airport I flew out of last night? <laughs> this, this news was dropped. Well, I was about to get on my flight. I'm like, really? Really? Mm. Now I'm going to settle down a bit. My, uh, my nephew is about to go to jail for 10 years in Florida for the same offense. Mm. It's about forgiveness. That yeah. D.C. speech was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Our field general is in command, and he knows exactly what to do. You forgive the sin and let Henry hopefully... Maybe get on a team, whatever the sentence is afterwards. I mean, this is heartbreaking. To yeah. that family, is it Tina Tinter? Is that her name? Tinter. Yeah, Tinter. T-I-N-T-O-R. The, the, the nation is so... We for, Forgive us. I mean, that I don't think that was Henry. Right. But you got a Jaguar who thinks he's a Jaguar at 22 blowing down rainbow at 156 right i used to live in that neighborhood right. you can't do that no there's a girl over here who went to high school with him where i'm staying the motel i'm staying at can i drop your name adriana <laughs> you already I did, did. <laughs> anyway she's trying to protect him and i get it it's about forgiveness right. henry made a big mistake my nephew made a huge mistake but damn, our field general galvanizes again. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Great point. And you know what? I know a lot of folks, though, saw it on Derek Carr's name. But, man, you want to talk about a dude that is right on time? That dude and his leadership is coming through in a major way. I, I agree with you 100%, Raider Mike. Everything that Derek Carr said, and normally I probably would have cut that presser off a little bit short because I don't always play the whole thing. I normally really don't play it ever. But – I just thought that everything that Derek Carr was saying was true, sincere, from the heart. And I think that we need to hear stuff like that sometimes. Sometimes we need to hear that. And again, I know Derek Carr is not for everybody, but that dude comes from a place of faith. And right now, Raider Nation, 
I know it's so easy to, you know, rely on God during tough times. And a lot of times, and I'm guilty of it myself. I don't give him praise all the time when things are going great, but boy, it's when, when times are tough, man, we sure do turn to him. Don't we? Well, the good thing is he don't judge us. And that's one of the biggest and most important things. And I'm not here to preach to anybody. I'm just, as he don't judge us, man, I don't think that we should be judging the others either. You know, I just don't. And I think that that's why Derek Carr really hit me hard when he was talking. I think it was so, it meant so much. One quick call and then we'll get to Ari Mirav from Pro Football Focus. Lester in the Bay, what's on your mind? How you doing today? Uh, hey there, guys. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, I just want a couple things chime in. You know, uh, regarding Derek Carr after hearing that, um, you know, sometimes the Lord works in mysterious ways, right? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, Derek Carr is probably meant to be a Raider, let's just say. Um, after, I, after all this adversity that we've been dealing with, and adversity, you know, since he's been the quarterback of this right. organization. But um, I, let's just say I'm glad that a man like Derek Carr is part of this organization as the quarterback of this football team. Um, uh, each week, it just my respect for him grows uh, as a leader and as a person, and not just a quarterback, just as a, the, the man that, he's, the, the, that he is. Um, and just condolences to, you know, an incident like this happened to friends and family that was close to me when I was young. Uh, 22, and this is a horrible tragedy. Condolences to the to the family of the the life that was lost, and to the Ruggs family as well, because it's it's life altering. And we just gotta hope that uh, these things these people learn, right? I mean, right. that the players, right? I mean, last year we had a almost a similar. Incident. Josh Jacobs was in an incident like this, and you figured that would be a wake up call to not just the Raider players, but any athlete that's over there based in Vegas, right? Hopefully it's a big wake-up call now to the other football players that are on this football team. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, Vegas, people want to say Vegas is just like this other, another city. It's not another city, all right? It's Vegas for a reason. It's, it's certainly not promoted like just any other city in the world. So um, this is something that is going to be a big learning experience for all involved in a huge wake-up call. Um, on the field, though, Q, I just, you know, hopefully – we, we, we should know how to attack. Hopefully these guys stay focused and professional, just like Derek Carr was saying. they got jobs to do. they got to move forward. Yeah, a brother's not going to be with them anymore, but they got to move forward. they got other people that are going to be able to replace them and accomplish the goals at hand. And I think adversity just creates more strength. These guys will grow stronger by dealing with this adversity and, and, and overcoming it as a football team. And uh, that's all i got, Q. Good uh, stuff. Take care of yourself. Thanks. Thank you, my man. Good stuff calling out the Bay right there. I appreciate you. And, and yeah, you know, and we, I heard a call this morning. I hate that I don't remember the, the name of the caller, but I was so locked in on what he had to say. And I know we only got a second and we got to take a break. But long story short, he's a young man from the Las Vegas area who made a terrible decision and spent, I believe, 10 years, he said, in jail. And it changed his life forever. And luckily, he had people around him to hug on him and love on him and not give up on him. And he was able to be the man he is now, who's a father of two and uh, a good man in the community and a good leader in his house. You know what I mean? And so it, the, the, the point is, like, you don't give up on people because they make horrible decisions or made a bad decision and something terribly went wrong. You just don't give up on people like that. And that was Derek Carr's message. And when I heard that call this morning, man, it just really uh, I mean, I've been an emotional wreck all day today. I don't, this is the mother. I, I guess I got this part from my mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. No, just kidding. But yeah, I, I don't know. She's been an emotional wreck today just because so much goes through your mind, especially as a parent. My mom used to always worry about me when she didn't know when I was home. And I never understood why. Why are you worried? Why are you worried? I'm fine. 
because you never know. You never know. 313 is the time. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. And here we are, Raider Nation, continuing to navigate through the waters here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Pleased to have our next guest on the phone lines. Very excited about our next guest. Ari Mayrav from Pro Football Focus joins us now. And Ari, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. And man, I know when I reached out to you originally to talk to you, it was about Derek Carr and it was about everything that was going on on the field with the Raiders as they're now at five and two and in first place in the AFC West, second in the AFC Conference. And Things were looking great, and they had just basically overcame some crazy off-the-field issues with the head coach John Gruden. Now that seems like years ago. Seems like we've totally changed gears and switched lanes, and it's, it's man, it's, it's been a, a rough 48 hours to say the least, but this latest deal with Henry Ruggs, now uh, no longer a member of the Silver and Black after the tragic accident that happened on a Tuesday morning. What are your thoughts on just everything surrounding this team so far in as early? It's only been seven games so far in 2021. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's been a it's been a wild year, and you know, you're right. I, I didn't even think about it when you reached out to me. Like, it's, it felt like a, it felt like what had gone on the happened years ago with all this stuff. Let's just start off with Ruggs, first of all. Um, obviously, a horrible situation. He'll, you know, probably never play football again. What he did is inexcusable, especially nowadays with apps like Uber and Lyft available to use. No one should ever be going behind the wheel even if there's the slightest doubt about impairment and no car should ever be going 156 miles an hour. He made an awful mistake, a mistake that left a 23-year-old woman and her dog dead. Nothing he does will change what he did, and he probably knows that. He obviously didn't do it on purpose. He will face the consequences for what he did, and um, we obviously hope that others learn from this awful situation and just the importance of not driving drunk. And, you know... As for the Raiders, I mean, it, they've already been facing a, a lot of just crazy stuff this year. You mentioned the Gruden stuff. You know, I'll just say this. Rich Bisaccia, their interim head coach, is somebody who is very well respected around the NFL. He's a player's coach. And really, I remember when he when the whole Gruden stuff happened, a lot of people thought this team is just going to collapse now. How are they supposed to come back from all this? And he's really had this team sticking together. I'm really curious just to see how it all unfolds now. Everyone coming back from the bye week, and you have this situation happening with really one of your your top receiver, um, a guy who was your first round pick, a guy who is really just coming together and starting to put everything together there for the offense. I'm really curious to see how that all unfolds. I saw Derek Carr talking here to the media um, a few a few hours ago, or just even less than that, and um, it's going to be interesting because it's it's really a it's a different type of shock. There's right. what Gruden did. Yeah, it, that happened. It was 10 years ago. Um, you're able to move off of that eventually. This is just out of nowhere. There's a person who's dead. Your teammates end up possibly going to jail when he ends up being charged. So I really want to see how all this unfolds. But this is real, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have to have football, and you're going to have to play games, and we'll see what happens here this week against the Giants, the team that's dealing with the COVID situation there in the Meadowlands. So it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, no, it really will. And, and Ari, you bring up a great point about, you know, at some point, like Derek Carr said, you, you got to get back to playing football. They are a professional team. And look, I think on the field, honestly, I think they'll be fine. Even though I know he's a big part of the team, I know that there's going to be someone to step up. They always say next next man up for a reason. I get that. But 
Ari, what, how does the team just emotionally stay together as a unit? You know what I mean? The not, not even necessarily yeah. on the field, just as a unit as they try to navigate through this. So it, it's very important to have just a good coaching staff there and good people around there. And really, the Raiders do have that. I mean, we already mentioned Bisaccia, but Gus Bradley is another players coach. Really talk to all these guys who were with him from those Seattle days, like the Chargers, like they all love Gus Bradley. He's a players coach. He's a guy who gets everybody together. They all have fun. He's like one of them, basically. I think coaching is obviously very important in this league. And the Raiders have these guys who are have been in the league for many years, who have been with all different types of people from many different backgrounds. And they've been able to handle all that has happened up until now. And again, just having those type of people in the building goes a long way. We've seen them overcome Gruden. We'll see if they'll be able to overcome Ruggs now. But besides that, I also just mentioned, you know, Derek Carr doesn't get much, res- much respect nationally for the type of leader that he is as a quarterback and with this locker room. I mean, the amount of people who really look up to him in that locker room, the amount of people who just gets them all together is a big deal. And I feel like just everyone nationally doesn't really talk about that. And just one more thing, probably, you know, they have guys like a Max Crosby. We all know his story. We have a guy like Darren Wall. We all know his story, the way they've been able to overcome all this stuff. When you have those type of people in the locker room and people could look up to them and see how they've been able to overcome all of that, I think that also makes a pretty big difference. And um, it's a team that has stayed connected up until now. And it's going to be, again, just very interesting to see how they really overcome all that has happened here in the last 48 hours. Absolutely, right now. Our, Ari Mayrov is our guest right now on uh, Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. And uh, Ari is from Pro Football Focus. You can find him on Twitter at My Sports Update. And uh, Ari, you cover the league like a glove. You do a great job. Your Twitter account is always keeping me up to date on everything going on. Odell Beckham Jr. is another scenario going on in Cleveland. That's a weird situation. I just knew he was going to get traded before the trade deadline. He did not. But it looks like he also may not ever play for the Browns again. What's the latest and the greatest when it comes to Odell Beckham? Yeah, it's a fascinating situation. Really, here at PFF, um, along with my guys, Brad and Doug, we've been talking about this since really yesterday morning, ever since his father put out that 11-minute Instagram video. And we were like, you know, as soon as that happened, we knew that it's going to be tough for this type of a guy who really hasn't been able to get into a rhythm of big commitment to come back into the locker room like that. And then you get the LeBron James tweet as well. LeBron is a Cleveland icon for him basically saying, free Odell out of Cleveland. We know that he's good friends with him. That was probably set up most likely. We knew that something was going on over there. And, you know, we were just thinking to ourselves that it's going to be really difficult for them to trade him just because of his contract. I know there was a report that the Saints looked into it. The Saints cap-wise, it would have taken some serious cap gymnastics to make it work. It would have been very difficult. Darius Slayton probably made more sense for them in the trade, not Odell. So, being cut is a real possibility here for Odell. He wasn't at practice today. His agent, Zeke Sandu, has been talking to the general manager, Andrew Bear, about what to do moving forward. It doesn't sound like it's a situation that really could be fixed. He hasn't scored a touchdown um, all season. He obviously didn't play much last year because of the ACL. As I said, he never got into rhythm of Baker Mayfield. And after that video came out yesterday, how could he walk back into the locker room with Baker there. It's going to be a very difficult situation. So for now, he's still on the team. It could eventually result in a situation where he could be released. And if he gets released, he'll be subject to waivers. And then we'll see if the team claims him and the rest of his contract. I think it'll be difficult for a team to be able to take on that deal. 
So if he clears waivers, he will become a free agent. He'll be able to choose a team on his own as a free agent. And that will be a fascinating situation for a player of his caliber to join a team in November is um, pretty wild. I've seen a lot of speculation when it comes to that as far as, you know, who he might join if he were to clear waivers and or if a team would even go out there and claim him off of waivers. But I've seen the Saints. I've seen the Raiders. I've seen the Packers. What are you hearing? Yeah, it's. I think it's still too early to really go there because, again, when it came to him possibly getting, getting traded, I think teams knew that it was a better chance that he'll probably eventually get cut. So there's no reason to, to do this deal, take on the contract, and give up a pick, even if it's going to be a late-round pick. So I think most teams are expecting this to eventually end up with him being let go and being free. With that being said, I think just one more thing is that Cleveland, they might be thinking, like, maybe we shouldn't really cut him because they're still sort of in the thick of things, right? They're, they're obviously right. in last place in AFC North, but they're not out of it. And if we let him go, he can end up joining an AFC contender, possibly a team in the AFC North like Baltimore, and that would be a huge mistake by them. So that's the other part of this. I'm not really sure exactly which teams will be interested. The teams, the teams you mentioned do make a lot of sense. Green Bay would make a lot of sense alongside Devontae Adams. But, you know, Cleveland could just go the route and say, you know what, let's just keep him on the roster for the rest of the year, do what the Texans do with Deshaun Watson, leave him inactive, and then we'll cut him at the end of the year where he has no more guaranteed money and we'll save $14 million against the cap. I think that is also a possibility. I think that would be probably a situation where it could get ugly, but I think that is also a scenario that could happen here. So it's definitely one to watch. Sounds like it might be the safest bet, you know, like you said, just in case a team in the AFC decides to swoop them up. I mean, that could end up playing against them. I mean, hell, the Raiders play them a little bit later on in the season if, if they were to try to go pick them up. So that's that's an interesting uh, point right there. We're, we're talking right now with Ari Mayrov from Pro Football Focus here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. We mentioned Green Bay, so I got to ask about the situation going on with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's out on Sunday, COVID-19. Uh, he's immunized, but he's not vaccinated, as we found out today. Mm-hmm. And clearly there's a... There's a difference. I don't think I knew that there was a difference, but there's a difference. So uh, what's the latest and the greatest with Aaron Rodgers? And do you think that some kind of uh, a punishment might come down against the Packers and or Aaron Rodgers? So, yeah, I mean, this news really came out of left field when it was reported this morning. Like, it was odd to me that it was reported that he tested positive and he's out for Sunday. Because if you guys remember last week, Devontae Adams tested positive. They're like, oh, there's still a possibility he could play on Mm -hmm. Thursday night which is really unrealistic. I was like, wait, I, I thought Aaron is, is, is vaccinated. He, he said that in a press conference earlier this year. Clearly, he had his choice of words of explaining what he actually is. He isn't vaccinated, so now he's out a minimum of 10 days per the NFL and NFLPA rules. And what's interesting here is that really, if you look back at all the photos that are out there and the way he's done his press conferences, he really hasn't followed the official rules and guidelines that the NFL and NFLPA put together. And here, about an hour ago, the NFL put out a statement. They're going to look into it, see if anything was violated. And as you guys probably know, in Las Vegas, the Raiders got hit hard last year for not following the protocol. We'll mm-hmm. see if that ends up happening to the Packers. But if the NFL yeah. wants to send out a sign to the rest of the league that something happened, that something is wrong, they could do it right over here. Either find the team, find Rodgers, take away a draft pick. All of that is on the table. Then as for Green Bay, Rodgers is out. Their practice squad quarterback, Kurt Benkert, is out. Jordan Love right now is going to be the starter. You obviously probably have a little bit of a concern. Hopefully he doesn't catch it as well. They're obviously all in the same quarterback room. Um, But as of right now, he is slated to start on Sunday in that marquee matchup against Kansas City. I mean, is there... 
been a year where, I mean, it's only November 3rd. We're not, it's not like it's in December. It's not like it's the playoffs. It's November 3rd. And there's so many different storylines and it feels like so much different, you know, things going on, on and off the field that is just almost drama in the NFL. I mean, I guess this is a, a monster that never, never sleeps at all, Ari. I mean, this is, this has been a hell of yeah. a year already. Hell of a year, and really, it's it's really just been this week has really just where it just really got out of control. We already talked about a few of the topics, but the Derrick Henry injury on Monday came out of kind of left field. The Von Miller trade kind of came out of left field. Adrian Peterson all of a sudden is back in the NFL. Um, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, um, the Deshaun Jackson stuff, obviously the Henry Ruck stuff, which is obviously just a completely different situation, but. So many different things, like even like the Calvin Ridley stuff that happened on Sunday, it feels like that happened 10 years ago, right? So like a lot of things have been going on in the NFL. It's been very busy and we're still only on Wednesday. So uh, we're not even close to done. Right, exactly. And you mentioned Deshaun Jackson. I'm glad you did. We'll wrap up with this. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? It seems like he's going to clear waivers. Uh, are you hearing where yeah. he may be looking at to try to sign? Yeah, so Deshaun is most likely going to clear waivers with that contract. And it'll be interesting because, again, he gets to choose his own team. I really thought that the Rams made a lot of sense for him when he signed in the offseason. He obviously knows Sean McVay from the days in Washington, gets to go back home to L.A., which is a perfect fit, maybe win a ring. Clearly things didn't work out over there. He ends up being moved. But there are a few options. The Raiders make a lot of sense, of course, and I know that there is interest there. They need a receiver. They only have three right now in the active roster, or maybe four, I believe they promoted somebody today. But they need some experience. They need someone who could be that speed element that Ruggs was and Deshaun will make a lot of sense. But there could be some other teams as well that could have interest. Um, Green Bay could be a possibility. Um, so there are other teams who could look into it. Tennessee, maybe the Colts, who reunite with Carson Wentz. So there are options there, but I would assume he probably wants to stay on the West Coast. The Raiders would make a lot of sense. We'll see what happens. He will officially clear waivers tomorrow, not today, because the transaction was actually made a little bit late yesterday. So he'll officially clear tomorrow. There it is. All right. Well, that's the latest and the greatest right there. Ari, great job as always. Uh, that's Ari Mayrob from Pro Football Focus. You can find him on Twitter at My Sports Update. Does a fantastic job. You got anything coming out that folks should be on the lookout for? Um, you know, of course, just follow the Twitter at My Sports Update. Get all your latest information in one spot. We will likely do a PFF live video talking about all the stuff going around the NFL here tomorrow with Doug. Hyde and Brad Spielberger, so be on the lookout for that as well. We do that every Monday. We'll do a special one tomorrow as well. There you go. Well, there's enough to talk about. Please believe that. And again, you do a fantastic job for Pro Football Focus, and your Twitter account is amazing. So keep up the great work, my man. I appreciate your time, and we'll be talking soon. I appreciate it. All the best. All right. There he goes. Ari Mayrov does a fantastic job for Pro Football Focus. Again, I don't use that F word too often when it comes to some guests, but uh, he does a fantastic job. And so I definitely encourage you to, to follow him and check him out on Twitter at my sports update. He's been all over this Henry Ruggs news. He's been all over the Aaron Rodgers news. He's just been all over everything that is the best of the best of the NFL right now, everything that's going on. And there is a lot, like he mentioned, it's only Wednesday. So uh, many thanks to Ari for joining us there and giving us his insights. And so uh, everyone that's been asking me about Deshaun Jackson, he doesn't clear waivers until tomorrow because the transaction actually happened later on in the day. So uh, it's a 24-hour period. So there you go. Uh, you'll start to hear something about DJX tomorrow, and who knows what's going to end up happening with Odell Beckham Jr. But buckle up, because we know 
Something's going to be coming down the, the the pipeline real quick, fast, and in a hurry. 3.31 is the time. When we come back, we'll get some more of your feedback. Uh, the the same dash text line is 69187, keyword R&R. Got a lot of good messages there. Plus, want to hear from you. We still got time to hear your messages. 702-365-9200. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. 3.38 is the time. Going to roll this all the way up to 4 o'clock till we pass the sticks on to my guy Vinny Bonsignor in the huddle. Him and Lincoln Kennedy. Vinny was on site at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, so he'll be able to bring you play-by-play of what went down as Rich Passaccia met with the media. Derek Carr did a fantastic job meeting with the media. We heard that live here on the show, but Vinny will be able to take you through the play-by-play. So we got that coming up from 4 to 6 p.m. right here on Raider Nation Radio 920, your flagship station for your Las Vegas Raiders got a lot of good calls to get to. We'll get to them in just one quick second. I wanted to pass along this text message on the Salmon Ash text line from my brother, All Day Raider A. And when I say he's my brother, I do mean he's my brother. All Day Raider A, really good dude. Really good dude. Was up here for, what game was that now, All Day Raider A? Was that the Bears game he was up here for? I believe it was the Bears. Him and his wife were up here. And you want to talk about some A1 folks right there. Uh, I, think that's what the, that's, I think that's what I've learned the most in this whole experience uh, from everything, and I've only been here for a little while. I've only been here since July for anyone just just tuning in, just finding the station today. What I've learned and the people I've met along the way, man, I'll tell you right now, I, I it just brings a smile to my face because I've met some A1 quality, classy folks, really have. And so from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you. So all day Raider A, if I say he's my brother, he's my brother. He texts Q, I'm typing through tears here. My deepest heartfelt condolences to Tina and her entire family, as well as the Ruggs family. I believe the only way we can honor her is by being there for her family and for each other in every way possible. Please tell me what other quarterback in this league could have handled this with the class and the faith of one Derek Carr. And I agree with that 100%. I do. I, I said it earlier before uh, we took a break that I respect Derek Carr so much more and more each and every day just by the way that he lives his life and, and, and the, the way that he doesn't try to just lead himself. He has, he has a light that he's following. And that light that he's following is way brighter than any light that we could be following on our own. I mean, it just really is. And I'm not the, I'm not the, you know, the, I'm not the preacher type. Um, you know, I don't spend enough time close to the Lord. I'll tell you that myself, but man, Boy, you sure do can you sure can appreciate how powerful and how how strong uh he is and and what he can do for you especially times like this when there's so much confusion and questions out there. So all day Raider 8, thank you for that text. Good stuff, man. 702-365-9200. That is the Raider Nation listener line. I got some great uh Raider Nation members waiting waiting on side. Sorry. 502 Raider D, you're up first. What's on your mind, my man? What's going on, man? Thank you for taking my call. Um, yes, first of all, man, I'm sitting in my hospital bed. I had uh, surgery to save my foot this morning. I'm a diabetic, have health problems. Mm. And, and you know, four years ago when I was in the hospital, and a lot of people don't know this about me, but I flatlined and died. I was gone. And God saw it to bring me back. And I say that to say this, man, like, love the people, tell them every day that you love them. Right. Tell the people that you love every day. Friends, family, you call your grandmother that you didn't talk to in three, two or three weeks and tell her that you love her because you never know 
you never know when it's your time to go, man. Nobody knows. Agreed. Agreed. So, you know, football is football, but this is real life. I, I feel for the Tinker family, of course, first of all, but I also feel for the Ruggs family because this young man has to live with this for the rest of his life, knowing that his decision cost the life of somebody else. Guys, it's very simple. Call an Uber. Call your cousin. Call your brother. Call somebody. If you've been drinking, don't drink and drive, man, because the decision that you make not only affects you and your family, but it affects other people, man. And I'm just and and and, and I didn't want to call in because I'm recovering, but man, I was I, I could not help but to call in because man, I'm sitting here in tears right now. This is unbelievable. I love the nation. I absolutely love your show, man, and just keep it going, man. Peace and love, fellas. Will do, man. Appreciate you, man. Heal up, man. Thank thank you so much for sharing that and calling from the hospital, man. We we really do appreciate that. That means a lot. Thank you so much for that. And like I said, heal up, and our prayers are with you as well. Uh, let's go out to my guy, my other brother, man, Raider Reggie. Raider Reggie, what's on your mind this afternoon? Um, for a couple of minutes, I'm going to make it quick. I'm headed to the gorge going to Utah. But I, I wanted to just, first of all, prayers, blessings, and healing to uh, Tina's family, man. Uh, same thing with Ruggs' family. We know they're hurting, too, in the sense of they're about to lose you know, whatever they had, their little freedom, he's locked up. All that kind of stuff is going to happen, and he has a daughter. But the main thing that caused me to call in today, man, is I want everybody to realize you can't just pick at the low-hanging fruit, man. You can't just throw something out there and say it's because of Vegas or it's because of this. This man made a bad decision that has been made in other places, and it just happened that he was in Vegas. I pray that nobody else go out and do something like this, this would be an example that we could all take. One nation, one groove. I love y'all. Thank you for having the show, man. Raiders, let's do this. Stay up. Thank you, Raider Reggie. Be safe out there on that road, my man. I appreciate hearing from you. And, yeah, you're right, man. This happens everywhere all over the place. This is not exclusive to the 702. It's not exclusive to Las Vegas. I mean, this could happen anywhere. It's just, it's just, it's, and it's unfortunate, and it does happen all over the place. Uh, let's reach back out to uh, the Raider Nation listener line. Talk to our guy H in Albuquerque. What's on your mind, my man? Hey Q, how you doing, man? So I'm good. How first are you? things, thoughts and thoughts and prayers and quick healing uh, to Tina Tinter's family. Um, I appreciate on your show that you're using your platform to talk about it and to remember the victim. Um, I know. You know, on your show, you're, you got a job to do. You got to talk about, you know, the Raiders and move on. Uh, the Raider organization has to move on. But as a fan, I feel I can't help but feeling some guilt as to think, oh, well, how are the Raiders going to perform on Sunday? How are they going to respond? It makes me feel uh, callous. Yeah. And uh, I know Sunday it's going to be kind of weird sitting there watching that game and thinking about Tina. And right. uh, listening to Derek in his press conference, um, he simultaneously expressed sympathy for Tina's family, um, the need for the team to band together and continue to perform well, and his love for Henry. And he's sincere. We all believe it because we know him to be a man of great faith and character, and I'm very grateful that he is our quarterback. 
And the only thing I think to say is that I hope that Tina's family as a man or a woman with that kind of strength and character to help them express their grief and to begin healing. Agreed. Agreed. Great call. Great call. Thank you, my man. And yeah, it does. It, it feels weird. I recorded a podcast last night and I was like, how in the world do I talk about football? You know what I mean? Like, how do I, how do I do that? Cause it's obviously not the most important thing, but yeah, no, you're right. And, and I like how you said it. He talked about, and you said Derek Carr talked about, you know, his, 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 his emotions that he's going through, talked about having to play football, talked about his, you know, emotions for Tina's family, you know, and, and how he feels for them and how he feels for Henry. And it's, it's like a lot of people think that you have to pick a side. You don't have to pick a side. You can have love for all of those. You know what I mean? You can have love and you can feel sorrow for all of them. And I, I respect so many people. And I know I'm not going to get to every text, but so many people that have said, I, I, I pray for Tina's family and I pray for Henry's family because, man, they're going through it, too. I mean, that's someone's son. That's someone's father. That's someone's spouse. You know what I mean? Like, they're going through it, too. Let's not be exclusive and act like, you know, they're not dealing with stuff, too. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine if my mom had to deal with me making a tragic mistake like that. I couldn't. I, I wouldn't know what to do because I know she wouldn't know what to do. Like, there's so many different layers to this. So many different layers. And that's why I said, and I tried to say yesterday, everybody, everybody needs prayer. Everyone needs to be thought of and not forgotten in this. It's not exclusive. 702-365-9200. Let's talk to Passionate Raider. What's on your mind, my man? Man, listen, this, is, this has been a, it's been a sad day all around the board, man. I've been listening all day, man. Holding tears in my eyes, mad, confused, just all types of emotions, man. I've just been right. waiting all day long just to listen to Coach and to listen to Derek, man. And, um, man, Coach Kazachi is the real deal. And yeah. um, that, that, that dude is, 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 is what God has put in place for a man like Derek to lead this shit, man. And, and after listening to what Derek had to say, you know, I, I, I've been um, – Man, I, I've been on the other. I've been on the other side of them bars before, where Henry's getting ready to go, and um, I, I got saved behind those bars, and um, I got six years alcohol free from being in those bars, and I just lost my whole family because of a decision and choice that I made. And you know what? Derek kept it so professional today about how we have to look at this without saying too much and without not saying enough. And, 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 you know, I, I was, I thank God because my faith has been, Derek Carr is a walking example of what a Christian is to be this day, a selfless man, die to thyself and let Christ live in thyself daily. And not everyone can do that, man. And that man is so humble. And I was mad earlier today because it's not fair that he should have to go through all this as a human being. Why, why has all this been put on his plate since he's been a raider? I mean, any normal human being would want to just be, let me out of here. Just let me out of here. Let me go. I can't take no more. But, I mean, he holds the peace. And, and, and there's a perfect plan, man. And I've had a feeling all year long about this team, man. And, 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 and man, if, if anyone can do it, a man of God can do it. 
Derek is our Goliath right now. You know, us fans hurt just as much. I, I mean, shout out to the, I mean, not shout, but prayers to the, to the, to the, to the girls' family. Prayers yeah. to Henry's family. Prayers, prayers to everyone involved. And, 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 and this has hit every Raider fan different. You know, I believe it was Raider Ray that you said that told about 10 years of his life. I believe that's yeah. who it was, was Raider Ray. And, yeah. and man, today has hit me like, it's made me really have a perspective because I was just in a wreck two weeks ago on the interstate, 80 miles an hour. I walked away with not nothing bleeding. I drove my car away. Like, right. I seen an exit sign, and I just kept driving. Like, and my wife, I was on the Bluetooth, Bluetooth in my ear talking to my wife when it happened. My little girl was crying, bawling, like screaming, thinking, you know, and just to know that a child, a don't have their child and everything it just you just can't even think about football right now man so you know we're going to go out there sunday do what they have to do but i mean i don't know how they're going to do it because this is this is a tough blow man but hey they got the right coach leading the way and and all my life being a raider fan i have never heard a raider coach have as much control and as much calmness but in his voice and his answers no one knows to cross that line already with him. He's already laid that ground. This man better be the coach from here on out because I ain't never seen one like it in my 30-some years of being a Raider fan. And I feel it in my heart when that man talks. And, and, and it's a sad day, but you know what? We got to tell ourselves to move on and, and pick it up. Love the nation, man. I love all you guys. And I'm out here in Illinois with hardly no Raiders around, man, so – I feel all you guys from miles and miles away, man, and there's everyone involved, man, and thanks for the show, and thanks for the platform to get on here and speak and let our our emotions out, and, and win, lose, or tie Oakwood Raiders till we die, man. Love y'all. Thank you, man. Thank you. Passionate Raider right there. Great call. I appreciate you. And you know, you said something that really hit home for me. Uh, you mentioned, you know, Derek Carr and, and, you know, it not being fair that he's got to deal with all this. And you know, the thing about it is, like you said, you don't know you don't know why a certain person is in place. You don't know why things are the way that they are. But maybe Derek Carr is in place for a reason. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe he is he is that guy that's going to help, you know, just calm the waters in this organization with everything that's going on. Someone else in that position might not be able to handle that position, handle what's going on. So yeah, man, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to try to process through. But but again, we're going to do the best we can. And we've done exactly that. Uh, let's go out to Raider 27. What's on your mind, my man? How you doing? Oh, man, I this has been a really rough day or two. You know, last night I barely slept. And I just I just want um, Tina's family to know that I'm, I had them in prayer. Um, and Henry, you know, I've had him and his he and his family in prayer. You know, it's it's just a sad, sad situation for everybody. It's supposed to show you, you know, just a one bad decision in a split second can change so many people's lives, and and um, I just feel terrible for everybody. You know, I never I never thought I'd ever call a radio station and say I just I just don't have anything left to say, but I really don't have anything to say. There's not much you can say except just to let Tina know that we're all behind her and we're all praying for her. And, and, uh, we know it's difficult. She didn't do anything to deserve any of this. 
And Henry's family, it was a bad decision. 22-year-olds make bad decisions, but you're going to have to pay the price for it. But that doesn't mean we still don't love you and we're not still praying for you. So right. that's all I got, Q, man. And uh, thanks for getting me on the air. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for your patience and thank you for the call. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff. And, and, and you're right, man. There's 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 so much to say, but there's it's hard to say anything, right? I mean, it really is. As a guy who is responsible for doing a radio show, for a guy that's responsible for doing a podcast, I I at points say and look at myself and say, what in the world am I going to say? How in the world am I going to come up with something? And then, you know, it's just something hits me and just say, you know, just speak from your heart. Just say what's uh, you know, what's on your mind. And I'll tell you, man, this has been a crazy, crazy 48 hours, very emotional, crazy 48 hours. Um, it's not the cleanest show I've ever done, that's for sure. But I mean, I'm doing the best I can to, to, to be there right there with you and try to navigate through it and try to deal with it as much as possible. Um, man, I do appreciate everyone. Got a text from Sir Whiskey Ray that said, D, awesome job holding down the show today and getting through the difficulties earlier in the show. Mad props. I cannot say that without adding extra explanation points to it. I mean, Damon, you did an amazing job holding it down in the studio. So thank you so much uh, for what you got and what you've been doing all day long, as a matter of fact, working overtime today. Thank you so much. One quick text from Raider Gons. I'm glad that you have the ability to give us a platform to discuss how we feel. Hopefully Tina's family gets a chance to listen to today's show and sees how the Raider family comes together for each other. God bless the family, everyone in the nation. Keep more, moving forward. That's Raider Gons in the 714. And on that note, Vinny Bonsignor, Lincoln Kennedy up next in the huddle, 4 to 6 p.m. right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We'll talk tomorrow.